You're listening to Working Girl Talk. I'm your host, Abby Zufeld. As a marketing strategist in the corporate world and a side hustler myself, you'll hear the real girl talk on all things workplace with me and my inspiring guests who've been exactly where you are. Working Girl Talk is on a mission to make your workday better. Now, let's talk. Hello, welcome to episode 96 of Working Girl Talk. So happy to have you with us today. Before we get into the episode, just a quick reminder, if you are not subscribed to the show, make sure to click that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and please leave a review for the show. I know you always hear that from your favorite podcasters, but reviews are the life of a podcast. That helps the host know what you like and it helps us get seen by more and more working women, which we all want that. And today there is no headlines. We are driving straight into the topic because there is a lot to cover. So we're just going to get straight to it today. So in episode 93, we talked about deciding when it's time to leave a job, which I'm so glad that it was helpful. I've gotten so many messages and received a lot of feedback that that was something that you needed. And then lots of requests on how to actually quit. So now we know, okay, when is it time? How do we actually do this? So this is almost a part two to that. So if you haven't listened to episode 93, make sure to scroll back and click that one after this or pause this one, go to that one, and then resume this one after. So we are doing the part two and here we go. No one likes to quit. It is not fun. Does anyone like to quit? No. I've had to quit a few times in my life and I do not want to relive those moments. Full transparency, I'm not entirely comfortable with quitting and it's not my favorite thing in the world either. I don't know if it's anyone's, but it is a part of work and it's going to be a part of your career. So we have to talk about it here on Working Girl Talk. Although I haven't done this a million times, I've learned a lot from the handful of times I've had to quit and what to do and what not to do. So there's a lot of ways to do this, but this is what's helped me in my learning lessons and what I would recommend. And then I also have some resources linked for you on this episode to dive in even further because there are a lot of great resources about this if you know where to look. According to CNBC and the Bureau of Labor Statistics, in August of 2019, a record-breaking 4,478,000 workers quit their day jobs. I say that to help you get a little more comfortable here because you are not alone. In August of 2019, for over four, almost 4.5 million people quit their jobs in that month. So you are not alone. It is so hard and can be really scary, but you are not alone. I just say that to bring a little bit of comfort here. So we already know when it's time. So let's dive into how we're actually going to do this because there's a lot of prep work beforehand before you ever even have this conversation of putting in your two weeks. So let's dive in. We are all about preparation here. So in advance of putting in your two weeks, there's a few things you'll want to do. One, don't tell anyone else before you tell your boss or your manager. It leaves a bad impression if your boss finds out you're leaving through someone else. Can you imagine? Imagine how you'd feel if you were the boss and... You heard it from somebody else. Oh yeah, so-and-so's leaving. What? So make sure you do not tell anyone else at your work before you tell your boss and put your formal two weeks notice in. It's not a good look, so keep it quiet and tell your boss first. 
Also, sometimes when you've told your boss, they may ask you to keep it quiet until they make a formal announcement, maybe the next day, something like that. Not always, but that has happened to me. So just be aware that that can happen. So it's really important to keep it hush hush until you tell your boss and do this formally. Next one, as a part of this preparation, Sometimes you have to prepare for the worst. And what I mean is most of the time quitting is easy breezy. Your boss accepts it, plans your replacement. They're used to it. No big deal. Let's move on. There is a small chance, and this can happen, that they can be upset. It depends on your workplace, depends on your boss, depends on the situation. But there may potentially be a conversation that consists of, okay, well, you can just leave now or today's your last day because they may be upset or they may, there just could be a, a variety of reasons on why they would act this way. It sounds a little odd, but it can happen. So before you even tell them, prep everything in advance to have a quick getaway if you need to. I know that sounds a little strange, but just in that off that little tiny percentage that they may be upset, making sure that you have the, okay, my stuff's kind of packed. I already turned my computer off, all of that stuff. So you can make a quick getaway if you need to, if things turn sour. And again, We are trying here to leave on the best note possible. We are going to leave with grace, with gratitude, but you can only control yourself and how you react to things and how you process and exhibit your emotions. You can't control how other people react. So I say that just as a little bit of a a warning, just a little beware sign for that little like 1% chance that this can happen. So better to be safe than sorry. So make sure to save any contact information you want to save. Uh, if you have like a coworker that you want to keep in touch with and s- slowly like take away stuff from your desk. If you have a lot of decorations on your desk, kind of take those away days leading up to when you want to do this just to make sure that you have done what you can to do a quick getaway if you need to. Again, I hope that that doesn't happen. But if there is that chance where they're just like, okay, well, just today's your last day. You want to make sure you've done a little bit of prep work to make that easier on you so you're not having to stay in maybe a toxic environment for longer than you have to. But anyway, let's move on to next to the next step, step number three. When quitting, you'll want some sort of written record of your resignation and your confirmed end date. So most of the time, you'll quit by talking in person or by the phone, it's nice to send an email afterward just to have that paper trail. Again, is this completely necessary after you've already discussed it? No, maybe not, but we are being thorough here. And because we want to be thorough, write this in advance. So then after you talk to them and put in your two weeks and they know, then you can just send this email right away. If you didn't quit by email, there are some situations where you may have to quit by email. Maybe if your boss and you, it's remote and you don't talk to them or see them. So, but in this situation, we talked to them in person. So I have an example of why I love a paper trail. I was in a situation once where I quit a job and we never really decided on an end date because the conversation about me leaving with was so casual and It was just, it was not decided. It was very murky. So on what I thought was my last day, I walked into my boss's office and said, bye, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, today's your last day. And no, it wasn't bad or anything, but it was just awkward. So if you've sent an email after confirming that end date, one, you you both would know. So you're kind of, you're more on the same page on what that end date is. 
And there's also a record, say if you get pushback or especially for HR purposes, this is helpful for your boss too. Because remember throughout this process, we want to leave with grace. We want to leave with gratitude. We want to leave being helpful. So this email, this paper trail we're going to leave is helpful for them too from an HR perspective, because then they know the date that you put your two weeks in or you put your notice in and then they know your end date. So it's just helpful for everyone to have those two dates in mind so there are no questions so because it can be a little awkward I can attest to that next one so now let's get to the actual quitting conversation to do this you'll want to schedule some one-on-one time you don't want to shout it across the office hey I'm leaving so you'll definitely want to schedule some one-on-one time in person is great but if you're working remote say maybe schedule a phone call or a zoom call if possible And if possible, I do recommend trying to quit on a Friday or toward the end of the workday just because then there's time to process it. So say like that bullet point we talked about a few steps ago, what maybe they might not have the best reaction. Most of the time they will. I'm not saying that to scare you. Most of the time your boss is going to be so happy for you or it's just going to be super casual. But there is that little 1% that they may be upset or shocked. Having this weekend time between you have, between you having to see them again is so nice because then it's everyone can take time to process it. So recommend a Friday or even toward the end of the workday to schedule that. So then you can kind of leave and go home after. We just want to have that process time no matter what. And do not schedule. This is a big warning. Okay, everyone, (laughs) lights flashing. Here we go. Do not schedule this sit down until you have signed your new offer letter for your new job and received your new start date. You'd rather be safe than sorry. There could be a situation where, okay, on by the phone, they said, okay, yeah, you got the job. And great, that was a verbal, you got the job. And so you quit. And then it's like, oh, we actually don't need that position anymore. We send the offer. Who knows? You just want to make sure that this is set in stone, that you have a new job before you end up quitting or that you have a for sure plan. If you don't have a new job, whatever the situation is, really have that for sure. Okay, I know what I'm doing after this. I know when my start date is before you put these two weeks in because it's hard to do all this build up here two weeks in and then, oh wait, I didn't actually get the job and then have to go back and it could just create some awkward situations. So make sure to do all this once you've signed that offer letter and received your new start date. Better safe than sorry. So now that we've scheduled this conversation, we've scheduled this phone call or in person, however it's going to go down, then it's time for preparation. So prepare what you're going to say in advance. No matter what, quitting, it is what it is. You're putting in your two weeks notice or however long you're going to give them. And usually when you request one-on-one time, your boss kind of knows something is up. So they may they may think, okay, they might be quitting or maybe something's going on or something because you don't just request special like one-on-one time every single day. So once you get to this opportunity, once you get to this meeting, tell them you're putting in your two weeks notice or however long that you've loved your time here, but another opportunity has presented itself and that you will do whatever you can in these next two weeks or whatever this time period is to make it a smooth transition. And really the most important thing here is to just extend your gratitude and be grateful and just try to make it a positive experience 
no one likes quitting. It's always a, a shuffle for everyone, but just trying to make it a positive experience. And the more of like a big deal and stress that you make it, the more they'll feel that tension. So just be polite, be gracious. That's all you can do. It is what it is. And professional courtesy is two weeks. Sometimes you'll be able to do more and your workplace will definitely appreciate it. So you can say I'm putting in my two weeks notice, but I will be able to stay on for three more weeks or I will be able to stay on till summer, however long. I will say though, make sure to protect your own time and peace too. If you have your start date and your company wants to stay, oh, can you stay on for three more months? Make sure to stand your ground a little bit too. Like, oh, I really wish I could. I am unable to with the start date of my new opportunity. Or you could just say, I really wish I could. I'm unable to not even mention your new job and say, but I will do everything I can to make this a smooth transition while I'm here. So really just trying to be helpful, but don't make sure you're not getting taken advantage of as well. So whatever your end date is needs to be your end date fair and square. But two weeks is that professional courtesy. So I would recommend not going any earlier than that. Also the muse and balance careers both have good templates for wording this and how to actually say this. So I am linking those in extra resources in the show notes. And while you're doing this, it can be scary. When I've done this, my heart is pounding so fast, so nervous. It can be very nerve wracking. You kind of just have to spit it out. Once you say it and say, I'm putting in my two weeks notice, then it gets easier to kind of say the rest and say the thank yous and extend your gratitude and all of that. But you just kind of have to spit it out. And the best thing to do is practice. So practice with a loved one, maybe practice on the phone with a family member, something like that to kind of get the hang of how you're going to say it. And again, you can't control how they react to the news. Like I said earlier, we want that cool off period. You don't want it to be hanging on you all weekend either. So say you find out, okay, good, I got my offer letter and it's Thursday. Do you really want to wait till Monday and have that waiting on you? So try to do it as quick as possible from when you get the offer letter and definitely recommend a Friday so everyone can have the weekend to kind of cool off and process it. And the most important thing here is to really extend your gratitude. I know I've mentioned it, but you wouldn't have this new opportunity without this current one. Even if you may not love the job, you have to say thank you and ask how you can make this a smooth transition. Most of the time, your boss will be happy for you and want to celebrate with you and is excited for you. So most of the time, it will be a really good experience these next two weeks or however long this time period is. But really just making sure you're being full of gratitude and thank yous because again, this new opportunity would not be happening most likely if you weren't in this current opportunity. And... I did have a question about, do you have to tell your employer where your new job is? So I took it to Google and the muse said to this question, do you have to tell your employer where your new job is? They said, it's normal for people to ask, but there are many occasions when you'd rather not tell. The most important thing to remember is that it's always okay not to tell people where you're headed. It's your business and you can keep it to yourself for any reason you like. I think that's such an important reminder because I we're all in different workplaces. We're all in different workplace dynamics and everything. The workplace can be a different place for everyone. So if you're in an environment where you don't want them to know where you're working, you don't have to say. You can kind of say the industry or you can kind of be as vague or as 
specific as you want. So, and again, leave that up to you. We are trying to leave on a good note here. So if you have like a really good relationship with your boss and they ask and you don't want to say, that may seem a little strange. But if nobody is very close in your workplace anyway, it may not be that weird to just not say. So I'll leave that to your discretion. But I thought that was helpful to know that you don't have to divulge every single piece of information about your new job. But if you are connected with your coworkers and boss on LinkedIn, they'll probably see it anyway. Next one, once you make it through the conversation, okay, we did the hard part, send that email to confirm. So you want to confirm that end date. And for this next time period, do everything you can to make it a smooth transition. Document your process for the next person. If they already know who your replacement is, train them. Try to keep your work as normal as possible. There's an episode of The Office, the TV show, where Michael Scott, the boss, quits because he's going to start his own paper company. And he thinks that those two weeks, he even uses the word immunity. Like that's his immunity. He can kind of do whatever he wants. So he starts doing all this crazy stuff. He starts drinking at work and just kind of chilling and eating people's food in the fridge. Like it's a little crazy. Don't do that. If you leave on a bad note, that's all they'll remember about you, even if you are the best employee for the years leading up to that. So those last two weeks or this last month or however long your time period is before you go are super important. It's the time to be helpful, the most helpful you've ever been. It's the time to be the most gracious and kind. Also during this time period, don't talk to your coworkers about much you hate this job and how excited you are to leave. Just because you're leaving, doesn't mean everyone else is. So make sure to be polite about your workplace and it's up to your comfort level again on how much you want to tell people about your new job. You probably have great friends at work that want to celebrate with you, which is great, but keep the bashing of your current company to the minimum, to the non-existent because you're already leaving. So that does nothing for anyone. So I would rather focus on the positive. So if people are asking about your new opportunity and you want to tell them like, yeah, I'm so excited for this, blah, blah, blah. Focus on that rather than the, I can't wait to get out of here. No one wants to be around that. And again, just because you're leaving your coworkers and friends, they're not. So you don't want to make it a bad experience for them and kind of make a toxic workplace. You want to leave this place on a great note. Next one, during this time, we know we're trying to be helpful. So if you have any important documents or items that would be helpful for the next person, consider saving them compiling them and putting them on a drive and share with your boss. That's something like if there are tools or some instructions or some documents that may be helpful, that goes a long way with your boss. It can really show that you are trying your best to be helpful and make this as smooth as possible. Next one, on your last day. So we're getting to this last day. We've done this two weeks or however long this time period is. We're being kind. We're being thankful. We're creating a good work environment. On this last day, they may want to do something for you to celebrate, which is always super nice. But no matter what, make sure before you leave to thank your boss or manager and slash or manager before you head out the door. Thank them for this opportunity. And you may even want to discuss keeping in touch. Like, I'd love to stay in touch with everyone here. So I'll be cheering you on on LinkedIn and social media. Even saying I'll always recommend interns to come get an internship here or if I meet anyone I'll always send them your way if they're looking for a job in this industry like that goes a long way too for them to know that you would recommend somebody to work there even though you're leaving that can definitely go a long way and on this last day make sure your desk is super clean you've removed any of your food out of the fridge and that you've packed everything up of yours and that you've returned work items like a work credit card office key computer 
all of that. And speaking of your computer, sometimes you have a laptop or sometimes you actually have like a computer. Ask your boss or manager how you want to approach that. Like, oh, do you want me to, to delete everything off and just reset the computer? Ask them so you can kind of get a feel so you can do that in advance if you need to. And again, just making sure that you don't leave anything behind. I've actually done this before. I left something behind on my last day and the next day I had to go in and get it, which it's not the worst thing in the world, but after you've said all your goodbyes, you don't want to show up the next day most likely. So make sure to just check everything. Check the floor under your desk. That's where I had dropped something. So make sure you have cleared and clean your space. And also that's a nice courtesy because then the next person who will be taking your desk doesn't have to clean it. It's a nice clean desk. Lastly, because we're all about leaving on a good note, if your former boss ever emails you or reaches out, try to respond quickly or at least respond Try to support that company on social and you can even leave a review for them on Glassdoor. Employers always appreciate that. And slash or you can leave a LinkedIn recommendation for your boss, coworkers, if you really felt that way. Remember, we do want to be genuine here. We don't want to, if you really hated it and found it toxic, you do not need to do that. You don't want to lie. But if you really felt like, okay, I really want to do something to give back and I really thought it was a great place to work, definitely do those things. So Just try to be supportive and keep in touch as much as possible. And a really easy way to do that is supporting them on social media. So say on LinkedIn, they post about a job opportunity. You can forward that to somebody or you can comment. Super simple, but that does go a long way to make sure that you still have a good relationship with them because we're all about keeping good relationships. We don't want to burn any bridges and quitting a job is scary. We we've gone through all the steps and I think with all these steps at your disposal, you can do this successfully. No matter what, it is always a little scary, but it is a part of life. It's a part of business. It's a part of your career. It's a part of working. And again, you are not alone in this. What do we say at the beginning? Around 144,000 people quit every single day in August of 2019. I'm sure that always fluctuates, but again, you are not alone in this. Everyone at your current job probably had to quit a job to be there in the first place. So it's just a part of life. It's one of those things that seems like the biggest deal to you. But in reality, it's just a blip on the timeline. It's a positive experience because one, you're learning, you're learning more interpersonal communication skills and you quitting and leaving on a good note is that next step to your new opportunity, which is really exciting. So it's just all a part of life. The most important thing is just to leave on a high note, prepare in advance, really extend that gratitude and thanks. Be super helpful. Ask what you can do to help them ask. And they may even invite you to be part of the interviews for your new job or to recommend somebody. So keep those things in mind too, if you have somebody in mind and be super helpful during that time period after you put in your notice. It's funny, there's that TikTok trend where they do different ones, but it's kind of like, tell me something perfectly legal, but feels illegal, or tell me something that's super normal, but feels dangerous. And I always think quitting a job when I hear those because it feels super scary. It feels illegal. Oh man, I can't go to job. But it's perfectly normal, perfectly a part of life. You can do this. So be positive, be confident, be prepared. Everything is just a learning lesson. And again, you can't control how somebody reacts. You can't control how they are, but you can control you. And you can be the most gracious, the most kind, the most grateful and thankful and most helpful. And that's all you can do. So just try to leave on a positive note, smile, and do your best. 
And again, linking some of these resources from the Balanced Careers and Muse for what exactly to say and even more elaboration on the do you have to answer where you're going question. Hopefully that is helpful. Check out those links. And at the end of every episode, I always end the episode with a Friday favorite. Today's Friday favorite, not so much like a workplace item, but we're just going to roll with it. Crumble, the cookie maker, which I'm sure has been a Friday favorite before, launched a new cookie that is the banana bread cookie. It is so good and delicious. It's like a bread cookie. I know Crumble is kind of all over the US. Now they've opened a ton of locations. So wherever you are, try to find your nearest Crumble or order online. Check out the banana bread cookie. This is not sponsored, but hopefully one day it is because I would probably... advertise for them so enjoy that banana cookie if you get one let me know if you try it and also if you try any of these tips or if this was helpful please let me know dm the working girl talk account on instagram or find us on linkedin or leave a review and share how grateful you were for this episode maybe so let us know because i'm always curious And if you have any tips make sure to let us know as well and we'll share with the community thank you so much for your time please remember to subscribe to the show review if you haven't left one yet thank you so much and thank you for being with us for the past two years we celebrated our two-year anniversary this week and i am so grateful for each and every one of you only so much more to come in the next two years Thank you so much. Have a wonderful work day. I will talk to you next week.